Many years ago, in the days of the Alter Rebbe, the Baal HaTanya and the Shulchan Aruch, many Jews would come to the Alter Rebbe for help and advice. One day, a desperately unhappy Jew came to the Rebbe with his 11-year-old son who had unfortunately lost the ability to speak some years earlier when he got a terrible fright, Loyalenu. The poor father had spent all of his money going from doctor to doctor with no success. His son remained unable to express himself with words. Now this Jew had come to the Alter Rebbe for advice on what to do to help his beloved child regain the ability to speak. The Alter Rebbe listened to the sad story of the Jew and his son. He thought for a while, and then he said, I suggest you take your son to the city of Metz in Germany. There you will look for a lumber merchant who lives at the foot of a hill at the entrance to the city. God Almighty will surely send your son a Rafua Shlema Ukraiva, a speedy and complete recovery. The Jew was so happy to hear the words of the Alter Rebbe. On the way home, he thought of the problem of finding enough money for such a long and expensive trip for him and his son. But his kind friends and neighbors heard about his problem and they heard about the Rebbe's advice, so they collected the amount needed for this trip. And with their good wishes in his ears, the grateful Jew and his son set out on a long and difficult journey from Russia to Germany. They finally reached their destination, the city of Metz, and without much trouble at all, they found the home of the lumber merchant at the foot of the hill, just as the Alter Rebbe had said. The lumber merchant made them very welcome, and they gratefully accepted his hospitality. Every day the Jew and his son went out, walking through the streets, without any plan, wandering from where their Yeshua, their salvation, would come. After a few days, the lumber merchant asked the Jew for the purpose of his coming to Metz. The lumber merchant wanted to find out if there was any way in which he could be of assistance. So the Jew told him all that the Alter Rebbe had advised in order to seek a cure for his son. So did the Rebbe mean that you should see a doctor here? asked the lumber merchant. The Rebbe said nothing about seeing a doctor here, replied the Jew. All he said was that I should remain in Metz until my boy would be cured. The lumber merchant remained silent and thoughtful. Suddenly he burst out. I have an idea, he said to his guest. I think you should visit my son-in-law. Your son-in-law? asked the Jew. What do you mean? Let me tell you about my son-in-law, said the lumber merchant. Here in the base medrash where I daven, there was a young man who was always sitting by himself, learning Taira. He seemed to know nobody in Metz, so I invited him to my home for meals, and he accepted. 
After a few days, the young man said he felt uncomfortable eating my food without payment. He saw that I had a large lumber yard. So, would I let him be the shimer over the lumber yard, he asked. I agreed. But there was one condition he asked for. He wanted me to build him a small hut in the lumber yard where he could learn taita during the day and be the shimer, the guardian, at night. I agreed. I have plenty of timber. It was no trouble to build him a small hut with a bed, a table, and a chair, and he became my watchman. One night I awoke and saw through the window of my bedroom that the hut in which the shimer lived seemed to be on fire. Oy vey, the poor watchman! And all of the lumber in my yard could go up in flames too, and the whole city, so I dressed as quickly as I could and ran outside. But when I got outside, there were no flames, there was no smoke, all was quiet. I went back into the house, wondering what had happened. My wife asked me what made me run out of the house in such a hurry. I told her that I thought I had seen the Scheimer's hut on fire, so I ran out to wake him up. My wife laughed and said, Don't worry, my dear husband. You just had a dream. Now stop worrying and go back to sleep. A few nights later, continued the lumber merchant, I was again awakened by the same thing. I definitely saw the hut on fire. Flames were lighting up the night. This time I woke my wife. She looked through the window and shouted at me, What are you waiting for? The hut is blazing away. Don't stand there. Go and wake the Scheimer. Save him. See that the fire is put out. I lost no time. I wrapped myself in a robe. I ran outside with my wife behind me. But again, darkness. No fire. No smoke. No burning hut. So my wife and I realized that something unusual had taken place this young man must be a tzaddik, perhaps one of the Lamed Vovniks, the 36 hidden tzaddikim through which the world is sustained. We decided we would not tell anyone about our strange experience. After a while, continued the lumber merchant, we felt it was time to find a shidduch for our daughter. It occurred to me that we should ask my shomer if he would consider marrying my daughter and becoming my son-in-law. My wife agreed that it was a good idea. When I made the suggestion to the Scheimer, the young man, he answered that he would agree on the following conditions. First, he and his wife should have their own home right after the wedding instead of spending the first year living with us. Secondly, neither I nor my wife should visit them, but they would visit us. And as for Parnassa, he would become a baker, as he was a good baker, having worked in a bakery before. If all these conditions were suitable to my daughter and to us, then he was ready for the Shidduch. Our daughter agreed, my wife and I accepted the terms of the young man, and a wedding was arranged. The couple were so happy, and that makes us happy too. Now you see, my friend said the lumber merchant to the Jew. Our son-in-law is an unusual and exceptional man. I don't know how the Rebbe knows about him, 
but I think the Rebbe sent you here to speak to him. So the Jew took the address of the lumber merchant's son-in-law, the remarkable baker, and said he would take his son to see him immediately. When they arrived, they found the young baker bent over a gemara, learning. The Jew held out his hand and said, Shalom Aleichem, the Rebbe sent me here to find a cure for my young son here who is unable to speak. Really? exclaimed the baker. So the Rebbe has found me. There's no hiding from him. Then the baker held out his hand to the young boy and said, Shalom Aleichem. But the boy remained silent. Why are you silent? asked the baker. Answer me. Say Aleichem Shalom. Aleichem Shalom, answered the boy quickly and clearly, and then he broke into tears. The father embraced the son. Tears of joy and relief trickled down their faces. Then, as soon as the father could control his feelings, he thanked the baker. He was so full of gratitude. Go in peace, said the young baker, and may God Almighty grant your son good health. He should grow up to be a chassid, a Yiddishamayim, and a lamdan. Now that by God's grace his voice is restored to him, he should be careful to speak only good and holy words. And may Hashem bless you both.